We head on over to the KRDO Newsline, where we're joined by ABC News correspondent Tom Rivers. And Tom, uh, the death toll in Turkey just keeps climbing and climbing. Uh, The devastation seems unimaginable. And, Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, there's been a worldwide response. Yeah, all those things coming together. And uh, you think of other uh, tragic stories, earthquakes in the past, maybe a city is hit and maybe, you know, a dozen buildings may be affected and it's still very, very arduous, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, By the count of yesterday, uh, just on the Turkish side, some 6,000 buildings have collapsed. So it is difficult. We've got crews in different parts of Turkey in one section uh, where there are scenes of devastation. There are no crews. There just there aren't enough to go around. The affected area is about the size of the United Kingdom itself. But as you say now, by our count, it's probably a bit more, but we check every hour. About 70 countries have uh, sent in rescue teams and dogs and equipment and 14 international organizations as well. Uh, the U.K., for example, sending about 80 uh, rescuers in yesterday, kind of an equal number from the U.S., European Union, they've sent in uh, 1,150 rescuers from 19 countries. So, yes, uh, it is a big effort. It's needed right now. It's needed yesterday more than it's needed tomorrow. Uh, So, yes, that part of the the story is what we're focusing on now. And, of course, the aid will be required for many, many months to come. And with this, you know, kind of worldwide mobilization of response, really, it's also uh, kind of breaking down some of the uh, geopolitical issues, especially noting, uh, especially Syria and some of the issues that that has that that nation has had in the past. Well, exactly. I mean, it's been through civil war. Uh, it's dealt with Western sanctions, and you know, uh, if you're in Aleppo and now you know you've gotten you survived the war, but your house is now down around you. Um, lift the sanctions, help your fellow man. Uh, life, as they say, is a, a very precious thing. So we'll see what shakes out. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's catch as catch can individual countries approaching Syria. Uh, if they can uh, help, they, they're, they're asking we're, we're available and waiting on a decision from Damascus. When you see uh, some of the video and footage that's coming out showing the destruction, I mean, it is stark to see, uh, you know, apartment towers that are standing, uh, apparently unscathed, yep. right next to, you know, a couple apartment towers that have just fully collapsed. And we know families were probably yep. at home asleep when this happened. I mean, it, how do you have such disparity in outcomes? I mean, because wasn't this earthquake just so severe that all the buildings should have come down? Well, it's, it's one of the things just sort of like, you know, if you ever covered tornado stories, it's like, you know, this house gets it bad and then it lifts up and the second house is uh, unscathed and it comes down another block and three houses are knocked out. Uh, kind of a similar situation with with how the the earth was shifting, some were just happened to be in a, a luckier place than others. And you're right, but the, uh, we've looked at some aerials too, just whole tracks of buildings knocked down, just a rubble pile, not from a building, but from blocks and blocks and blocks. It is uh, almost too much to take on board. Mm. And, and this has always been an earthquake-prone uh, region. Uh, were there concerns about the way it was, uh, you know, very intensely developed, uh, given that? 
you know, it, it, over the years, and I think the last big one was 1939. And we're seeing in other countries around the world uh, that are quote unquote, quote, uh, quake prone, you know, building standards have improved over the years, but they're, but they're not infallible. So, uh, yeah, some of the more modern buildings are better uh, at, at standing up, but there are absolutely no guarantees if it happens to be on the wrong spot on the map by, uh, by the fault line. So uh, it, it helps, but uh, it is no, as I say, no guarantor that you're going to survive or not. Mm. And some of these countries that are sending rescue teams with, for instance, search dogs, I mean, time is of the essence for them, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're all, you know, if everybody focuses on that, load to the pictures, and that's what everybody's doing right here, right now. But, of course, it becomes a, a story of diminishing returns. You know, will there be a story of, of pulling somebody out maybe a week or 10 days later? Yes, we hope so. We've seen that in the past. But uh, the, the real effort has to be, you know, done right here, right now to get to as most people as you can right now. And then as the days go on, it becomes, you know, fewer and fewer and fewer people coming out alive. And meanwhile, they have to deal with uh, this being the cold season and uh, temperatures uh, definitely, uh, you know, drastically cold and yeah. all those all those people now homeless. All right. Tom Rivers, ABC News correspondent reporting on the details on the Turkey and Syria quake. Thank you. Take care.